Hello, and welcome to the Collect Your Life Incorporated podcast. I'm your host, Janessa A. Henderson, and I'm so glad you decided to join us today. Um, whether you're listening on Apple, Spotify, or uh, Anchor, which is now Spotify for podcasts, either way, or on our website, we appreciate it. Every listen, every share is very greatly appreciated. So this episode... Um, will air after Father's Day, but it's a Father's Day tribute to my father and just like an update on my grief journey so far. Um, so this episode is called Dance With My Father, Tribute To My Dad. Now, everything I'm going to say as far as a tribute to my father, my dad knew before he passed. I just want to put that out there because, um, yeah, he knew. He knew everything that I'm about to say. Um, so I have no regrets. Uh, this is not like, oh, I wish I could have told him this. I wish I could have showed him this. No, this is just, um, my tribute to my dad, to the greatest, one of the, the greatest dad that I could have had. Um, God bless me for real. And, um, just to share my grief journey, uh, let others know, you know, you're not in this alone. Um, also, um, yeah, just to also show that our Heavenly Father has never left us. He's always there. He handpicked our fathers for us. So, yeah. So, this is what this episode is going to be about. So, let's get into it. So, my dad, my dad, my dad, my dad. You know how people be like, you know, the trend is my man, my man, my man. Mm, that's cool or whatever. But my dad, my dad, my dad. Okay. My father, my father, my father. You know, that's. My dad was that dude, okay? Um, my parents are great. I, I can't mention my dad without mentioning my mom because they're one. Like, they were one. Um, for real. But um, my dad, he was legitimately the best. Um, he did the best that he could for us. He provided. He protected. He He loved. He always made me feel like I was the prettiest girl in the world, even when I didn't. He uplifted me. He supported me. He was a great father. It was like God himself said, okay, I'm going to give Janessa and her siblings, you know, I mean, they're cool or whatever, but we're, we're talking about me. But for me, I'm going to give Janessa Grady Jr. And I'm going to make sure I instill in Grady Jr. these qualities. And my dad, so starting starting from the beginning, my parents, they were married 11 years before they had kids. My mom had miscarriages. Um, I think I've shared this before. My mom, had, mom and dad had miscarriages. Um, they were told they would never have kids. And then, boom, they had my brother. And then, 
uh, 15 months later, here I come. So, um, we're miracle children. Um, they prayed for us, like literally prayed. Um, my dad was a prayer warrior. He was a preacher. Um, he was a prophet too. Like, um, yeah. But anyway, start from the beginning. Cause like, I'll go all over the place. Start from the beginning. My dad, um, I was a daddy's girl. Like, I always wanted to be up under my daddy. Um, my mom was my girl too. Like, not, you know, Almeida was it, but Grady, my dad, I was all up under my dad. Like, he was, I was a daddy's girl. Like, I wanted to go with my daddy. Like, um, whenever I would need something, whenever I needed, like, prayer. Like, I remember as a young child, my dad, I had night terror. I had a night terror. And, um, my dad prayed the house down. And then he said, the Lord told him to make sure I open my Bible because the word is living, you know, the living word. Open it up and sleep with my Bible open. Let me tell you, have I ever had a night terror since? I have not. And guess who still sleeps with their Bible open to this day? me um even to the fact of my own daughter had a night terror and i was comforting her i was praying and i was instructed by the holy spirit not even remembering that that's what my dad did but i was instructed by the holy spirit to open a bible up in her room and she has not had a night terror and she will not have a night terror anymore and um it was just the attention to detail like my dad worked a lot he may not have been at every every band concert every you know thing but his love and support was shown um I remember when I graduated high school my father um was working out of town like he had to work out of town he was somewhere away I can't even remember how far away it was but it was a drive he was like, no, I'm not missing my baby's graduation. He drove, he drove, came to my graduation and stayed for like, a, you know, like that night or whatever. And then had to get back up that next morning to go way out of town again. The sacrifices he, he made, um, the instillment of prayer, um, fasting, like the principles of consecration and the principles of the Bible that my dad and my mom instilled in me are top notch um them not letting me go places i was so infuriated with my parents because they would not let i was like why can't y'all be like so-and-so's parents and now i get it i get it um they were protecting me they were looking in the spirit protecting me from different things um different people i didn't even know like that so many people they were protecting me for from were predators and um perverted i didn't even know that until like i got older um but yeah my parents protected me um they took the word to heart where uh well my dad took the word to heart and my parent my mom did as well but uh to not provoke your children like i remember like i would get into it with my dad um you know the teenage years like early adulthood years um 
but I always came back and honored him. I came back and said, you know, Dad, I'm sorry, or whatever. Or he, or if he felt he was wrong, he would always come and apologize to me as well. My dad was humble. He was a humble giant. Uh, like I said, he was a preacher. Um, so he was always giving his testimony. He was always sharing the word of God with somebody. And um, even until, my God, even until um, my father, I, I truly believe, um, and I know, no, I do know, not, not believe, I know. Because um, my dad had Alzheimer's. He got early onset Alzheimer's. And he was in different facilities um, that would try to help with his care. And when we would get him out, the nurses and stuff would be like, um, Mr. Grady told us, told me that I was going to get a house. And he told me stuff that he didn't know about me, but it was true. Like my dad was a prophet, um, a true prophet. Um, and would tell people this was going to come to pass. I remember him telling me so many things that have come to pass in my life. So many prophecies that my dad prophesied over me. Um, so many other people, testimony of my dad prophesying over them and it came to pass. He was a man after God's own heart. So even in his Alzheimer's state, that net didn't go away. Like, that praying, preaching, and prophesying didn't go away. Like, he he was still doing it um, until um, he got COVID and got pneumonia. And then they had to put oxygen on him until he couldn't, you know, really, you know, speak like he wanted to. But he was prophesying, praying, even when he didn't know you. Like, he called me his sister. I remember they hurt me to the core when my dad um, would, you know, mix me up with his sister. But I was okay. Um, but it tore me up the first time when he didn't remember me. Um, and, um, but he was still prophesying, praying. He might not have known who you were. And, and I don't even think it was it. Like, it was like in that moment he would like the Alzheimer's would it 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 couldn't overtake him in that moment when he was prophesying he knew exactly what it was I will say that like and I was like you know some stuff I would have listened to um at first because I was like you know this the Alzheimer's you know you know I'm I'm thinking it's you know that no. He for real, he's spot on to stuff. And the things happen even after my dad transitioned, you know. But when I say he brought us up, him and my mom, I can't speak about him and not my mom, but they brought us up in the word of God. They protected us from so much and so many people. Um, they they did the best that they could. Um, and it was um great to have a father like I did and then when I when I when when my dad passed you know um it's it's kind of hard when your parent passes it's like 
the reality, it takes a minute to set in that, you know, they're not there. You know, it's like, oh, wait, they really gone. You know, it, it takes a minute. And then sometimes you like, like even going to when I went to the cemetery um, this past weekend, just going there, I'm like, my dad is really gone. You know, like even though I've known this and I know this, it's like sometimes you you relive that uh, um, when you're in the grieving process. But grieving healthily is the key. Um, I was told, and it was, it was so beautifully put, like, crying doesn't mean that you're weak. And I had to remember that because in, in a stage of my life when, you know, I was, you know, bound, I would say, basically, if I'm going to just put it honest, when I was bound in a situation, um, I was told, uh by someone who shall remain nameless that crying was a sign of weakness but no crying is a sign of strength i'm letting this out i'm feeling these emotions i'm not holding this in i'm crying and releasing so on father's day i cried i cried all day but it was my way of releasing my feelings it's not that i don't know that my dad is gone it's not that you know it hurts any less. Like a lot of people are like, it's still fresh. I don't think you ever, the word I'm like, I don't think you ever just not miss them. So when it's Father's Day, when it's their birthday, when it's the anniversary of their transition, I feel like you may always feel some type of way. I have peace in knowing my dad is with my heavenly father. I have peace in knowing he's in heaven. But I'm still going to miss him. Like I miss my other, you know, loved ones. If you love someone, you're showing the missing them. That that's that's inevitable. That's human. But when I start to look at death in that, okay, God, and I learned this not too long ago that God takes those who are ready when it's their time and those are his children so he wants his children back with him and it, it opened my mind and I was like okay God I didn't even look at it like that yes this was my natural father but this is your child and you want your child back you're calling your child back because they have completed the work they have done the purpose and when I look at it in that, I'm like, okay, look at my daddy. He completed his work. And God is God, God called him home. And then a lot of times also, like, we can put idols on people. We can put, um, put people on a pedestal. And not saying that I did, like, I honor my mother and my father, but... You know, sometimes I may have was like, oh, my parents got me, you know, on this on this bill or, you know, I need something. I know my parents got it. I know my mom and dad got it. You know, I would do that. And so that was, in essence, an idol, like putting them above my heavenly father. And my heavenly father is the one who knows every hair on my head. He knew me before, before I was conceived. He's the one 
who chose the father that I had. But he's my father first. And he will always be my father. And he's always with me. I'm never alone. There's no nothing in this world that can separate me, right? separate me nothing no one anything can separate me from the love of God and so when I think of it like that I'm like I got my heavenly father and you can't tell me nothing and so anyone who may not have their father they may not have them physically think about it in the sense that you have a heavenly father who has every who is everything to you, everything that you need him to be. He is our father. He loves us so unconditionally. He loves us more than we love ourselves. Like, it's, it's, it's unexplainable how much the Lord loves us, how Jesus loves us so much. And so I, I think about it like that, and I, I believe the death of my father propelled me into the purpose that God wanted me to walk in. Yes, I was walking there, but maybe I was going too slow or whatever. But it's like propelled me. Okay. All right, Janessa, let's let's get it. Like, um different things can propel you into that into the right way. And I know for a fact that my father's death propel me into the purpose it, it draw has drawn me closer to the Lord to have a deeper relationship because I'm like in in my in my dad's sickness in affliction he had like a job like experience and I said I need to be more like like job like I'm trying to be like job and my dad I'm trying to be like that because I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes just being transparent. Sometimes when I've been sick and the pain has been paining, I'm like, God, what is going on? Instead of giving him the praise for the pain and knowing that I'm healed. So I had to change my perspective. And it really has totally propelled my life. But that might not have happened had my father my earthly father had not passed away. My deeper relationship with God may not have happened had not my dad trans had not transitioned the time he at the time he did. So all things work together for our good. All things are God is so mindful of every detail, everything that he every purpose, his will that he has for our life, God is in control. And I had to relinquish that control in my grief journey and understand that God, you 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 are the God of of everything. And so God, I need a comforter. And it's like, he's like, yes, baby, cry. Like the Lord, I'm talking about the Lord Jesus. The Lord was like, yes, cry. Get all get all the all the emotions out. And then I have this word for you right here. The word ready for you. And it just. It's like I cry even more. Like in the not in that cry is not even like a cry of sadness. It's just a cry of joy that I have. 
Jesus. In Jesus alone. And it brings me joy. It brings me peace. It brings me comfort that I have a heavenly father that's always with me. That's never forsaken me. And I am just so grateful. And I pray that anyone listening, if you don't have that relationship with God, that you develop it, that you get to that point, that you get to that place. Because Jesus, his love, God's love, there's nothing that compares to it. There's nothing that comes above it. And I promise it is well worth it. Now, this life, this road, it ain't going to be easy, but it's well, it's well worth it. So I hope that this helped you get insight into my grief journey. Please know that Jesus and therapy go hand in hand. So if you feel like you need a therapist while you're navigating grief, please get one. Don't go get one. And then make sure you're allowing yourself to feel, allowing yourself to feel the emotions, allowing yourself to process, and then casting every care into the Father, our Heavenly Father. And he will wrap his arms around you. He will bring the comforter, the Holy Spirit to envelop you. It is a beautiful thing. And I pray that this episode helped you. Be blessed.